York Bound Publications. Episode 6 The C Word. Honestly, my original goal was just to simply pull Jess' card to what type of people these really were. I can't really call them con men, because I honestly didn't think they were capable of pulling a con job, on anyone. Nah, these three were just some out for self as people. For whatever reason self didn't seem to include Jess. I could see that from just watching the body language in the room. Why the fuck couldn't Jess see the shit though? The fact that she seemed blind to the shit was starting to get me a little pissed off at her too. There was no way in hell Jessica was this stupid. Anyway, I wasn't out to remove Jess from the mess anymore. This dickhead as Teddy dude kept saying that he was the smartest person that anyone knew. That shit bothered me, because I've always felt the same way about myself. One of us was clearly a damn liar. I was going to show this weird nigga who that was too. I quietly sat in the corner as Jess and her crew had meeting after meeting. Always on Tuesday. And always at 4.30pm after three meetings, I was finally allowed to know what they were planning. I say after three meetings, because before then, they planned their shit in the privacy of Jess' room, more importantly, away from my ass. But, for some reason, they let me sit in on the fourth meeting. It didn't take very long for me to find out why they allowed me to attend this meeting. The moment everyone was seated, Teddy the smart guy stood up and began speaking. Alright, we all know our parts. Everybody keep calm and this shit is going to be as easy as taking candy from a baby. And Reese your job is just to be the driver nigga. Nothing else. This is my operation. The only reason I let you in is because of Jessica. You got it? This weirdo really just said this shit to me. 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 This weird ass nigga just sat, well, stood here and said this shit to my face. What's even crazier was that Jess was looking at me with a I did this for you expression on her face. Pissed off was not a word that would suffice in this situation. I was hotter than fish grease. My name is Breeze, you weird ass nigga. I said in as normal and not threatening of a voice that I could muster, under these circumstances. Too much obvious animosity would definitely scare these weirdos off, and more importantly fuck up my bag. I had made up my mind shortly after really peeping things out. After two meetings, tops. Jessica was on her own. I was going to rob these suckers. I gave not one single fuck what they were stealing, I was robbing these lames. I was honestly hoping for enough money to get myself a place to live and possibly figure out what I wanted to do with my life. That would probably take around $20,000 or so. That would be enough to hold me over until I hopefully figured things out. Turned out, $20,000 wasn't even in the same tax bracket as the shit they planned on grabbing. They were heading for Center City. Jewelers Row, to be exact. These fools thought they had enough balls, and a good enough plan to hit a jewelry store around this piece. I didn't find out where we were going at until we got there, and my job was to get behind the steering wheel and wait for these dickheads to get back. Old jackass Teddy spoke as soon as the car parked. I'm guessing he was thinking he was running things around here. Everybody knows their job. Jess, you're going inside with me. Brina you stand guard on the corner and text me every 45 seconds. Reds, you gonna need to get a hold of that key card before we get up in that room. That's crucial. Everyone nodded their heads in the affirmative, signaling that everyone knew what their jobs were, and were prepared. Then the weird nigga turned to me. And you. You just keep your ass right here and keep the motherfucking engine running. Don't be getting all scared and shit if you see a cop either. I hate working with fucking amateurs. Teddy didn't even wait to hear my answer, or give me a chance to nod my head yes like everyone else. He just got out of the car and everyone followed and headed off in different directions. I got out of the back seat and took my place behind the wheel. I turned on the radio and sparked a cigarette as I awaited the crew's return. Before I was halfway finished smoking my cigarette, I knew the entire caper was about to go south. 
From my position in the car, I could clearly hear Sabrina yelling at some random white Karen-type lady. They weren't arguing about anything having to do with the robbery. Sabrina made the mistake of petting Karen's dog while being black. Karen was on the phone with the popo claiming that she'd been brutally attacked and assaulted by a very angry black woman. Karen made sure to emphasize the word black. That shit was like white people code for hurry up. And when you get here don't ask any questions before you shoot. This Karen cunt was going to fuck around and get Sabrina killed out this bitch. I had to do something, but, I was supposed to stay behind the wheel and be ready to roll out when everybody came out of the jewelry store with the loot. Decisions, decisions. I decided that I had to help Sabrina, or at least try. Sabrina was not going to handle herself in a wise manner when the police arrived. I didn't know Sabrina well, but I didn't have any trouble picturing her weird ass standing here arguing with a cop, while we were in the middle of a damn jewelry heist. She was all day looking like she was about two seconds away from losing her shit on Karen's dumb ass already, I knew the shit was going to escalate when the police arrived and Karen began crying and playing victim. A white woman's tears will probably get a black person killed by a police officer faster than you could blink your eyes. I put the car in gear and pulled out from the parking spot. I let the car slow roll up the street until I was at the corner. I stopped in front of Karen and rolled down the passenger window. Excuse me, do you know where Market Street is? Karen paused briefly before she spoke. Oh, yeah, take a left right here and then make another left, then keep going straight for about two blocks. You should bump right into the gallery. Thank you so much. I don't think I would have ever found it without your help. I've been driving in circles for the last 10 minutes. I gave Karen a big smile before I rolled up the window. The light was still red. I scanned the area for any sign of Sabrina. She seemed to have vanished into thin air while I was talking to the Karen. Good. That was my goal. You know there was only one thing a Karen loved more than playing victim. Being the savior to a lost Negro. She couldn't resist giving me directions even if she'd wanted to. Cunt-ass Karens weren't wired that way. On a side note, why do white people get mad when they get called a cunt? As far as I know a cunt is a vagina. Like a pussy type of vagina, right? I usually call at least 142 people pussy for one reason or the other by 11am on an average day. I don't see the big deal. But, anyway, Sabrina was not in danger of being here when the popo arrived anymore. That was good news. But, you know what they say. Some bad news is always just around the corner. In this case, it was running up the block and heading in my direction.